Welcome back, everyone, to another exciting and Yuletide episode of Anime Was Not a Mistake. As always, I am one of your co-hosts, Dan Ryan. Hopefully you'll get a season two of me in 2024, but we'll see how things go. Joined, as always, by my co-host... What a grand damn indeed, Jonathan Kwiatkowski. So, we have a pretty, uh, it's been a pretty big news week. Mm-hmm. Um, not only because Jump Festa happened, so we've kind of, you know, if, if you've kept an eye on Twitter uh, and other places due to the nightmare that Twitter is. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been a lot of anime news coming out, a lot of announcements that happened this yes, week. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but obviously some bigger than others. Uh, and then for today's uh, misinformation tangent, mm-hmm. I need to correct some stuff from last week, but provide further tea uh, to the DC pot. Mm. Um, it's been stewing. You offered me a hint or so during the week. Yeah, because I, I figured it would be a lot to unpack, and I do need to, you know, restore my honor a little bit yeah. after last week. Mm. Um, but if you approve, yes. I will start with the the big news for me. The yes. news that got me the most emotional and feeling ancient this week mm-hmm. is that Ash Ketchum's journey will be ending yeah. soon. Um, after becoming world champion, uh, they you know, a few episodes passed, Go finished his story arc... Um, we are, you know, Pokemon Journeys slash PM 2019, whatever you wish to call it, mm-hmm. uh, ended with its final episode. Uh, Ho-Oh showed up again. As Gave he, him a sly wink. <laughs> as, he's, as he's wont to do yeah. when significant things happen. Uh, now we will apparently be getting an 11 episode, like, mini arc. Mm. Uh, aimed to be a Pokemon master that, uh, has Misty and Brock back. That reuses, I think, the original theme song, mm-hmm. like an updated version of it. And uh, they created like this splash poster that recreates the original Pokemon anime announcement poster. Mm-hmm. And it will seemingly resolve or revolve around Ash resolving promises to old pokes, maybe. Yeah, I saw Butterfree was there, ready to cry. Yeah, and, you know, so it's going to be like a little 11-episode thing to kind of round out his story and finish it. Uh, that that starts in January. Mm-hmm. Next week, we are getting what seems like an emotional little send-off for the movie counterpart of him. It's called Pokemon um, To That Distant Blue Sky, mm-hmm. and people are thinking Ash's dad might get revealed in it, because it's oh. they can do that because it's an alternate timeline thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, in April, mm. to coincide with the fact that the original anime premiered in, in April, mm. uh, in, like, 98 <laughs> or something, yeah. um, we're getting a new anime with two new protagonists. Yeah. Jonathan and Dan. Jonathan and Dan. Mm-hmm. Uh, girl has a Sprigatito, mm-hmm. guy seemingly has Foycoco, and Quaxley is somewhere in there. <laughs> Uh, it will not necessarily be uh, only set in Paldea, but it will be a new anime era. Interesting. End with, of an era. Yeah. With the, like, I would assume with the uh, Naranja slash uh, Uva Academy mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. the as the starting point. Yeah. Um, but it it is it is the start of a new era. Mm. Yeah. Wow. We'll have to watch those episodes then. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing made me feel <laughs> quite. As emo- like it was, uh, I was already feeling some emotions this week, mm-hmm. and then that happening on Friday was like kind of pushed me over the edge. Yeah. Like, boy, I am, I am old. Yeah, there's something that happened to me this week that made me feel emotions too that I saw. Okay, yeah, yeah. no, yeah. good. Then we'll 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 unpack that together. Yeah. So um, if you're done with the Pokemon, 
Um, Any final words you want to say about it? It is your franchise. It's your baby boy. I mean, I'm excited to see what's happening Mm -hmm. next, but as people have pointed out, we are at the cusp of a new era here. I'm interested. Yeah. Um, Especially since it's new. I know Pokemon has had thousands of episodes at this point, Mm -hmm. but maybe I'll give it a gander as it's uh, happening. Yeah, it could could serve to get new people in, and, and as folks have pointed out, both in terms of the games and in terms of this anime, we are... You know, the old guard has changed over, and a lot of folks who were always staples of the franchise are not involved anymore. Like, younger people have taken over. Um, I don't even know if, like, Junichi Matsuda is even still doing stuff for the games. Like, a lot of the older folks have moved on to other projects. Mm. So, in terms of everything that lies ahead for the franchise, you know, there's... It's gonna be different. Mm -hmm. So, we'll see what happens. Yeah. But, uh... That was my that was my uh, dread for the future. But yeah. uh, what 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 happened to you? Well, something made me cry yesterday. Tears of being alive, mm-hmm. coming to terms with death and stuff. Right before our party, and that could partly explain why I was on kind of a uh, a different planet there. I had to have a tums. It was a whole ordeal. Yeah, not just I, the, I didn't drink. It was very unlike me. Not just the Jollibee's chicken. It was oh my, something else. I, I think it, that Jollibee's chicken is very suspect. It was delicious, but <laughs> but the the spices and herbs. Was truly sending my tummy into a tumult, but uh, but uh, that was a good witty joke there. There, I'll have to remember that in my writing. But I I, I watched the latest Pinocchio edition mm-hmm. to the canon by Guillermo del Toro, and this Pinocchio slaps. It's got everything, Dan. It's got biblically accurate angels. It's got Kate Blanchett as a monkey who has no lines. Mm-hmm. It's got a, a loving relationship between boy and wooden boy, uh, mm-hmm. man and wooden boy. It's got songs, it's got uh, anti-fascism in it, which is mm-hmm. always fun and great. I love to see that yeah, on Mussolini's TV. in there. Mussolini's right. in there. It, 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 And the ending, Dan, like, we know this story. I mean, we watched the live action where they just walk off into the sunset, into the blue mist, and we assume that they're dead. This is how Pinocchio should be. Like, mm-hmm. this Guillermo del Toro one actually made me feel for this boy and his dad for the first time out of all 60 of these franchises that we watched. You mm-hmm. know, Pinocchio has been milked to death. This year, the past couple years, definitely, but this one is my favorite of the bunch. Awesome. Yeah. It's two hours. The animation is gorgeous. Um, Just really made me feel. I was like, oh, this is a timeless story. And they kept in from the book, even though not in the same way. There's these pole bearer bunnies that I was obsessed with as a child Mm -hmm. after reading like the original Carlo uh, Goldini novel or whatever it was. Um, I was just obsessed with them. I think their design is stellar and... Especially these angels of death and these wood sprites. Mm-hmm. They're crazy. Like, they look phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the way Pinocchio moves, it's unsettling, but charming. It's almost like that blend of Guillermo horror and, you know, mystery and magic that we've come to know and love from all his properties. Well, in all the interviews I've seen with him, he had that emphasis on, you know, and I mean, to the credit of all stop motion animators, they, they really, they always try for it, but they... Guillermo was emphasizing that they wanted to, I I would assume, make the human-human characters move a little more naturally, probably to contrast that that wooden movement that you're talking about with Pinocchio. Uh, Because I think he he went on some talk show and he showcased how, like, Geppetto wakes up and then stumbles and knocks trash around in Mm -hmm. the room as he's moving, and Mm -hmm. it's... It you know obviously it's something that's difficult to do with stop motion. It takes much more time, yeah. but it I from the sound of it, it paid off. And it reminds me a lot of like the newer Leica stuff where they put their whole Lycusi into it. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. 
the animation is gorgeous. I'm sure it'll be a watch, if not after this podcast, but down the line somewhere for you. It's a high recommend for me. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess in Jumping Off the Leica, just a quick tangent, I rewatched Coraline because that and my Paranorman uh, 4Ks came. Mm-hmm. And God, are those 4Ks beautiful. Okay. Another high recommend purchase. It's one of the best purchases I made because I loved Coraline when it came out in the theaters. I saw it in 3D, I think, on, like, opening. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of my favorite Neil Gaiman's. I think it, it does slightly better than the book, which the book is already phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, they add YB. Um, there's just a charm in that movie that I've always enjoyed. And seeing it in 4K on the big screen, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the other mother, superior creature design there. I, yeah. I, I've always loved that. And her obsession with bugs. Like, going, um, because I, when I, when that movie came out, I only had, like, a vague awareness of the original book. Mm -hmm. Um, I assumed that it had a certain vibe to it, and the way that it was kind of brought to life in that movie was, I, I I would have had no idea that that was even the plot of that, based on my, you know, judging things by a cover youngster method, like, I, I went into it, I'm like, this is, this is pretty great, Mm -hmm. so... So just check out those 4Ks. I think they're releasing Steelbooks. Uh, the next one is Box Trolls, which I haven't seen. I have not seen either. I haven't seen that or Missing Link, but Matt liked Missing Link. And I, I just, I haven't, I've always, I've sat down to watch Box Trolls, but then something comes up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I don't have time for this right now. So maybe well, that'll be down the line for me. I think from both of us, Paranorman yeah, is well, a, that's a, the Dan a, flavor of the Coraline. It's uh, when yeah. we do both of them, I'll do Coraline, you'll do Paranorman. Yeah, that yes. was, that was an unexpected hit. And, and I, th- I think people, more people are starting to notice that and mm-hmm. like, like go back to that and watch that. But and that Kubo. Was, of course, yes. Kubo. Yeah. 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 All of those. Mm-hmm. Uh I want to support that. Yeah. Our, our our good friend Grant did some stop motion animation back in the day. He did as a hobby. Remember? Oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he showed it uh, showed it off in our tech class one time. No. He, he did his own stop motion. Oh yeah, stuff. yeah. that was long ago. I My forget what it was. It was like ten thousand calories or something. Was his his mm. persona, and he he did stop motion wow. stuff. Wow. Very cool for Grant. We'll be seeing him shortly, I think. <laughs> we hope. Um, mm. But no, we good good to keep that form alive. I think. Yes. And what else of you has happened this week, Dan? Um. Well, we got uh, like Jump Festa twenty twenty three happened. So again, there was kind of like if you were if you were loosely paying attention to uh, Twitter or whatever, probably saw a lot of uh, anime news come through your timeline. Um, we have a, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2 yeah. was announced, they yeah. put out a trailer for that with mm-hmm. some character animation, um, we got a Black Clover Season 2 announcement, mm-hmm. which I, I think has been, it, it was delayed a little bit, but it's finally happening, um, I think we got some My Hero Academia stuff, where, uh, you know, the manga is probably nearing its end but might not end within this year mm-hmm. um we got a uh yeah black clover movie announcement um which i th- i think is yeah, it's a prequel to one of the story arcs of the manga mm-hmm. so that might lead into um future stuff yeah uh there was a baruto anime mm. uh, arc announced or a new uh, the code arc was announced and they're doing a Sasuke adult movie, uh, which shows some of his adventures set in this timeline or time frame. Um, we got Spy Family Season 2 previewed, I believe. And we also got, I would assume because it's so early, there wasn't much to show, but there, I think there was some confirmation that Chainsaw Man Season 2 is 
in the works already. Yeah, yeah and I'm keeping up with that just to piggyback off that. Chainsaw Man's still excellent. Episode a week. Um, I'm and doing I th- my job. I think we there was like a there was like a illustration thing for the final episode of part one of the Thousand Year Blood War arc for Bleach. Um, I'm trying to find it because I I looking for I think there was some Yu Gi Oh announcements that dropped. <gasps> Yu Gi Oh. I didn't hear any of that. One of my Twitter alarms went off. Oh, uh, let's see. On the all piece... I saw was the figures. <laughs> no, lots of figures. Yeah, we know. We, I we literally looked at my bank account and I'm like, I've got to stop, Dan. <laughs> no, I do too. I, I with video games in this because I don't have time to play video games and I have no more shelf, no more wall space. Uh, yeah, I, I literally, don't... Dan. I opened the fridge. Figures. <laughs> I mean, I have restrained myself to like the big ones, like the ones oh. that I don't have figures of which is a lot but you know i finally pre-ordered trunks and vegeta because i do not have i did not have a vegeta yet um but you know we're finally getting more one piece figures we're getting like based off their wano outfits um it it, it was uh okay so he's saying i, I think mm. the thing teased for one piece was that some sort of battle royale is approaching mm. Um, and then there was just stuff about One Piece Odyssey, and then more coverage for One Piece Film Red. Um, but One Piece, as we know, is kind of entering into its final stage at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we might get some mysteries resolved here. Oh my goodness, at last. Um, but no, it, it, there are a lot of stuff. I believe it's still ongoing. Mm. Um, so, there's going to be a lot of announcements along those lines. And probably product announcements, I would assume if you're like a Yu-Gi-Oh fan, then you can expect more news to, to come over this, you know, mm-hmm. if, if not already over this weekend, there's going to be more like card stuff announced. Yeah. Um, one thing that really interested me was that we got uh, the, the trailer for Akira Toriyama's Sandland. Yes, it's Dune, the anime. And Dune-ime. when you responded with that yesterday, <laughs> I was feeling a little cheeky, and I was going to reply with, actually, Akira Toriyama did it first. Uh-uh. And I'm like, no, wait a minute. He he looked into <laughs> you, Dune. You don't want to... I have a whole podcast on it, dude. Yeah, yeah. He, he did the Dune podcast. Mm-hmm. I can't pull that on him, yeah. but it, it was... I would um, say, well, here, Dad, here's 12 hours of content for you to listen to. <laughs> but, uh, but no, Akira Toriyama did not do that first. That mm-hmm. is one of his more recent uh, manga, but it had not received any kind of animated adaptation but it finally is um they are using this uh this you know the the same kind of 3d cg stuff that was used for the dragon ball super movie um again because my twitter algorithm is a nightmare right Mm. now i get a lot of people fighting back and forth about all kinds of stuff and um like they were there was one guy that was like uh you know this sandland series coming out is what happens when you let dragon ball super but it looks so good it does like i i, I have no idea about this series but it looked very interesting to me like e- like everything is um you know like obviously we are never ever you and i are never ever going to oppose 2d animation no. and in things like you know a dragon ball or dragon ball adjacent setting when there's a lot of fighting you know, what they did with the Dragon Ball Super Broly movie, Yeah, for you instance, seem to have loved that, so I yeah. mean, I, I trust your judgment. That yeah. was the old-time, like, Shintani, you know, the character models are gonna get a little bit simpler at times, but the fight scenes are going to be fluid and, and amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think that it's like a one or the other, this replaces that type thing. It's just like, we're going to use this to tell this story mm-hmm. now. Um, and based on Dragon Ball Super, 
or superhero, you know, it, it did make for some interesting fight scenes. Like, yeah. it, it just as much as, uh, you know, the 2D animation lent itself to that, the 3D lends itself to that in kind of a different way. And it's not, one is not superior to the other, but it's like, this seems to be where they're heading now. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to Sandland. Yeah, me too. I'll yeah. I'll check it out. It seems like very interesting. I've loved his artwork more since uh, the Eclipse released that Blue Dragon video that I shared with you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I'm kind of kind of into this art. Yeah, for some reason, he he definitely shifted it. Um, I feel like I want to watch Doctor Slump too. Yeah, yeah. which which you know is, has also. Um, I mean, that might more so lean towards his older style, mm-hmm. but the stuff, like, the stuff that he does for Dragon Quest, for instance, mm-hmm. is now in his new style. Like, that's, okay. the character models kind of get thinner and yeah. get more, more curves, yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, I love it. Mm-hmm. You, you know I love his his artwork, yeah. um, but it it is, like, there's a notable change from how he used to draw character models to how he does now, but mm-hmm. it, not it's not a dip in quality. If anything, he just evolved. Yeah. The same with Sugimori. It just happens yeah. naturally. Yeah. Um, I appreciate it. I'll be checking it out. That's good stuff. Um, three quick video game things from me. Mm-hmm. Uh, first off is Persona 4 and Persona 3 are coming real mm-hmm. soon, Dan. And you could save 50% if you pre-order. 50, 50 <laughs> cents if you pre-order on the eShop. <sighs> I'll be buying both. I had to archive some software because apparently both of them are 16 gigs for no reason. Okay. I can I can understand why. I mean, they look good. Yeah. They've been updated. It's like the PC ports to that. I'll be very excited to to buy them, and I highly recommend 4. Mm-hmm. I know 4 will be your favorite. I say that, but you'll probably be like, but what about 3? Because you always like to throw a spin at me. But, I like uh, to be contrarian for fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I, I really think 4 will be like one of your top games of all time. Okay. Because it's a very Dan game. I am prioritizing yeah, that one. So, I'm going to. I mean, as much as I loved 5, I know 5 is a bit longer. 4 is a little bit shorter. It's still a Persona game, so you can expect over 100 hours in mm-hmm. it. But um, 4 is definitely what you should check out, and I'm excited for January to come around the corner, because I got a lot of games to finish, and uh, hopefully I'll be adding that to my list, because I love Persona. Yeah, I, uh, no, I, I, and I fully intend to, once I lose momentum with Pokemon, I'm going to, uh, like, resume Persona 5, uh, because I I have no, no reason not to, I, I thoroughly enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just, like, it it just happened to come out the same time Pokemon did. everything came out, yeah. Um, we gotta clear the way before Legend of Zelda comes. And I want to try to play Crisis Core at some point. I did I, not buy I, it. I It wasn't even on my radar. It was on my wish list. And I was like, it's out? Yeah, I, I completely <laughs> forgot. And then people were dropping reviews for it. I'm like, holy shit. I know. That's already here? And But it is. <sighs> and just not enough time. I, from what I've seen, people do recommend playing it. The reviews that I saw recommend playing it on the Switch. Because mm-hmm. it doesn't seem to need, like, a next-gen console experience so if you want to play it portably then that's yeah. fine so uh the next thing is some fire emblem engaged dlc was revealed mm-hmm. where you get like the previous characters we talked about that last week and then they revealed like their their hub world which is a floating sky island with mm-hmm. tons of mini games and fire emblem interacting with the characters which i love you could scan some amiibos get some costumes oh okay i i think this is going to be my fire emblem as i know a lot of people are against the cheesy animeness of it all mm-hmm. the waifu-ness but i kind of loved that corniness as we- I mentioned last week, I'm glad they're bringing it back. It looks beautiful. I'm intending to get really into this Fire Emblem. We, I, yeah, I like yeah. the stupid ring premise where you're engaged to these fighters in the past. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, 
well, magical rings have been a big fantasy thing for a while, yeah. so it's, it makes sense. I, I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. I, I never minded the, uh, <laughs> like, obviously, Jeez. I'm not gonna, yeah. I, I never mind that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, but but I do know that it, as you've said, it's a it's a point of controversy. Yeah. I don't. Um, but I'm excited for it nonetheless. I pre-ordered that DLC immediately, even though you know, I still got Xenoblade and Xenoblade I love. I'm walking through it. I'm still mm-hmm. in chapter five, but here we go. Um, and then my last video game adjacent news: there's been a new Splatfest announced, Dan. Oh, and I must always get your opinion on it, okay? Because I always want to know. So the. Uh, Splatfest theme this week, or this this time, is which taste sensation titillates you the most? Are you okay. team spicy? Are you team sweet? Are you team sour? Um, I'm eliminating sour right from the get-go. I am Which not most people are, so it could win. Um, <laughs> because that'll be like the team that gets the point boost in the end. But apparently everyone has shut down team sour. But here's the thing. Um... Mm. I would not say that this is an easy answer, mm-hmm. um, but I probably got to lean, and this might shock, this might shock you, yeah. I might have to lean in the honey direction honey. and go with, uh, with, with sweet. Sweet? That's where we're divided in our little uh, chat. Me uh-huh. and John Farouk are team spice. Okay. I love it a heat. <laughs> no, I do All too. of the Jollibee chicken that destroyed me last night. Yeah, no, no. I do But too. I kind of liked the pain. <laughs> I, I, because it's close. Which is weird, because you're an Irishman, so. And. Not notably destroyed by heat. And I I do love spiciness. I do. Like, in terms of, like, individual meals, Mm -hmm. like, I love me some spice. Mm -hmm. I am never going to, I I believe, last week at at our friend Matt's party. Yeah. There was oh, some spicy, the, the spicy chicken. Chinese, yeah, delicious. It, it was it was phenomenal. Yeah. However, I snack on way too many cookies. I I see. I'm not a sweet person. It hurts me teeth. Like I <laughs> I, I I consume far too many cookies. <laughs> Cookie <laughs> to 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 claim that sweet is not the dominant thing that yeah. I go for. Well, so. it's understandable. Yeah. I think that's going to be the popular choice. Um, definitely, because Matt, Matt's heart lies in sweet. Grand Faroque yet again is the deciding <laughs> vote. Um, but right now I'm leaning team spicy. Yeah. Uh, even though I think he'll lose as I've lost every Splatfest I've competed in so far. Who, I haven't been part of the winning team yet. Who won the starter one? I um, it was water with grass coming in a close second. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But we've <laughs> seen what became of Duck. So. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I have one more thing. It's a little thing, but a big thing at the same time. So if you're free to talk, I don't know which order you want to do it in. Uh, the only other news that I saw was that um, I think this morning it was it was on uh, a few of the feeds was that they're I think they opened pre-orders for the Final Fantasy. Oh, Pixel. that I needed to add that. That's what I was trying to remember, and we missed it because I was passed down to Delusional Fog. I missed the physical version oh. on Square Enix Store because Square always likes to fuck me over. I'm their biggest fan. It's sold out immediately. It's just a limited physical. Um, are you talking about 16 or are you talking about the pixel? Oh, one? the pixel art one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't get I didn't get either of them yet. But, I, but... I got the 16 one, which has been selling out too. Uh-huh. Um, I got on Amazon, but I was pissed because I really love 6, even though I have the SNES Classic, mm-hmm. which I bought solely for Final Fantasy 6, yeah. Final Fantasy 3 for, you know, the purest out there. Mm-hmm. But um, I want that physical, but I'm not... They have a deluxe edition that's still available, but it's $300 for a vinyl and some 
Tchotchke's dad? Well, from for like an, I think it's like for like an art, like a like a works book, and then it's a vinyl, dead. and then a. I know a, these Square Enix editions. They love to fucking overcharge if anything. Because I, because I remember no, because I was scrolling, and then it was like, like oh, here's Final Fantasy Pixel Edition uh, up for thirty three hundred thousand yeah. yen. I'm like what. $330? Like, it, I'm like, it's oh. not worth it, Dan. It, like, I, I'll i be waiting for the digital for this. I'm pissed I missed the physical last night because usually Wario 64 wakes me up because mm-hmm. I sleep right next to my phone mm-hmm. and I pre-order mm-hmm. like I did with the Sephiroth Amiibo this week. This week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They went on sale. I did that. I was up at three because that's the time I normally wake up and stress about the day ahead. Yeah. But last night I was just, I went to bed at 12, I woke up at five and I missed it. I don't know. There's so many. There's so many like special editions that I have not pre-ordered yet. Mm. Like I did. I did finally pre-order some figures that I didn't want to miss. Mm-hmm. But I have not pre-ordered any special edition video games yet. Even with the inundation of announcements that yeah. we've gotten, and I'm like, I'm like, how do I mm-hmm. like? I gotta. I want to be care. I want to be careful yeah. justifying what I purchase and because I, I truly have to stop buying special editions. Like I just bought that Persona Five Royal special edition for Switch. Mm-hmm. I didn't need tarot cards. I didn't need a picture frame that's currently sitting in my living room with my favorite Persona Five character in it. It's a conversation piece. I I didn't need it, Dan. So I've really got to watch it. <laughs> I I love getting the the. The art books. I love getting... That's, yeah. That's what I'm going to limit myself to now. Like, the, the Fire Emblem Engage art book, the Xenoblade 3 art book, very worth the price, because they were thick, meaty, meaty books. Yeah. Yeah. And and maybe for me, um, if it's, like, if it's semi-reasonable, like a figure. Like, yeah. again, like, yeah. when I... Back Not a Square day, Enix $600 Cloud Strife figure. That no. I was like, oh, how no, dare I no, 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 no. even pre-order that? Cancel it. <laughs> I'm talking, like, some of the One Piece ones that, like, I got, like, that... I got, like, a Luffy figure from the last one, and the mm-hmm. one... The one fighting game that was dead on arrival, I got, like, the Whitebeard figure mm-hmm. from that was, like, the only one I have of yeah. him. So it's like, alright, sometimes good deals, but, like... Yeah. I, I don't know if I'm going to drop something for a museum piece. No, it's <laughs> not at this point now. Yeah, no, unless it's a Suspiria Ultimate Edition for me. Yeah, with, with a figure. Yeah, of Tilda Swinton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As Marcos Blanc and Old Man. <laughs> um, I've got one more thing. Oh, yeah, go for it. Uh, cinema has been changed forever, Dan. I don't know if you're aware. A certain teaser trailer dropped this week. Yes. <laughs> and God. <laughs> I'm so ready. Barbie. Yeah. Coming to cinemas the same day as Oppenheimer. But this Barbie trailer, it truly changed my life. I went from a frown to a smile so quick, the serotonin flew into my bloodstream. Yeah. I am ready to see this 60 times in theaters. It's going to be my new obsession. Move over Suspiria. Barbie looks Perfect. I had a conversation with my dad about it. He's like, he went to go see Avatar The Way of mm-hmm. Water. He loved it because he's a huge Avatar fan, a la Macabrera. Mm-hmm. He sat through the four and a half hours of that and he said, yeah, they showed this Barbie teaser and it looked crazy. I was like, that's going to be the film of the century, dad. Yeah. It's got people talking. It, it, people are going to show up for that. I, 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 I'm excited. I'm going to be there in all pink. <laughs> it, it going just, to the Barbie premiere. Like, I no, no bearing as to what it's about, but it, it looks like... I mean, obviously, we got the shot-for-shot shot Space Odyssey recreation, and mm-hmm. then, like, the brief- Which wasn't- I don't think is even in the film, which is brilliant. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, in the beginning, there were dolls. It's dedication. It, it, oh it is. Oh my god, it's film- it's filmography, Dan. But, it's care for film. But then we- we get, like, a- like a- like a second- like, a, like it only lasts, like, two seconds, yeah. a shot of, like, Barbie World. Yeah. And it's, like, all, like, the pink plastic-looking- Yeah, the and see-through, I, the sun is shining- 
And it reminded me of, like, the same vibe of, like... Because we talked about this last week, but, like, when I... Those Flintstones movies in the yeah, 90s. And I'm yeah. like, I didn't think we were in that age anymore where they were going to, like, recreate, like, childhood memory mm-hmm. civilizations anymore. Yeah. And I'm happy to see it because I we'll love that And we'll get that in the Mario movie, too. Yeah. So yeah. we're going to be eating good this year. We, we will, yeah. I'm I'm just so excited. If we watch Barbie immediately after it comes out... Yeah. And give a review on it. I'd sure? be fine with that. Yeah. yeah. Do, do our first ever uh, live like, yeah, Live from the theater. <laughs> live from Jersey Gardens. It's like when... Uh, anime was not a mistake. Uh, like when Red Letter Media did Force Awakens, they went to see it and then came back and talked about yeah, it. Yeah, so we, we could, could do that. We could do a midnight showing and then come back and then, uh, and yeah. then talk about it. I'd be fine with that. So, uh, unironically, we, we might make an event out of that. We'll be serving pink ladies. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. So, it, it, it it's... I'm I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's all I had to say. And again, people are talking. I yeah. I think it it, yeah. it actually stands to, <laughs> be, to be Oscar nominated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that's all I got, Dad. Should I move into my stupid movie news? Yeah, why not? Uh, okay. So last week, uh, I did some clowning. Why? I, what? I, what did you do this week, Dad? I I I uh, told a story about how there had been a leaked discussion that uh, mm-hmm. Patty Jenkins had walked away from Wonder Woman 3 because her proposed story about bringing Chris Pine back to life a mm-hmm. third time... Um, you didn't, know, didn't blow anyone's whistle. Didn't blow anyone's whistle. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I, you know, I, I brought it up because it's funny, because mm. it seems like something that would definitely happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, 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 for some larfs, I told it on the podcast, but then I went home mm-hmm. and uh, the Twitter algorithm, uh, you know, was showing me stuff and it was people <laughs> arguing about that story. Like, I can't believe people spread this Patty Jenkins story without sourcing it, without doing any research. We have no confirmation. Um, you know, so that was one thing. Mm. But, within the course of the week, mm-hmm. the DCEU news cycle uh, was completely upended by several controversies that have kind of taken the, the luster off of that Wonder Woman nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Oh, didn't Henry Cavill, like, not be Superman? That's what I'm getting to. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah um, that I knew. So, so James Gunn has officially taken over as the as he's going to be the Kevin Feig equivalent mm-hmm. to DC apparently, and he went to the heads of WB recently with his proposed slate of projects that are coming up. Yeah. It's going to be my prayer is answered, a fresh reboot of everything, seemingly with new younger actors playing all the parts. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's going to start fresh, start from scratch. Now, where that leaves the four movies they haven't released yet mm. under the current slate, who's to say? But I don't think... I think WB has other things to worry about at the moment, so th- they just got to get those movies out and see what happens. Yeah. But uh, there was a lot of controversy going around um, because the vibe was that they had invited Henry Cavill back, uh, given him back the role of Superman... And then uh, taken it away from him almost instantly mm-hmm. uh, to, you know, uh, give it to, to someone else under this James Gunn reboot. Yeah. Now, I would say that the truth in this is that whatever happened here happened very fast. James Gunn was literally given this position last, like, month. Every time you say James Gunn, I just think of Silence of the Lambs. It's like, do you know a Jane Gunn? <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, it's, <laughs> sorry, it's 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 gun like like yeah the, no I know it's gun but yeah. it, do you know a Jane gum? 
<laughs> Take yeah. this yeah. monster back to Baltimore. Oh, and Senator, love the suit. <laughs> and and it, it yeah, and it, like it's probably fitting for the anger that, that he <laughs> Sorry, every time inspired. Silence of the Lambs comes up, I gotta mention it. <laughs> he so um uh, you know, I, I am just pleased that we're getting a fresh reboot direction, but there there was this controversy where it's like, okay, did WB literally bring Cavill back, then sweep yeah. the rug out from under him yeah. a week later? Yeah, and he just quit The Witcher. Um, but <laughs> mm. I think that the situation is a little more convoluted than, than just that. Um, because for one, apparently Cavill, Henry Cavill, who... I think is awesome. Yeah. He no, seems like a really cool guy. He does seem really cool. Like, he invested himself in The Witcher. He he knew the lore and everything. I haven't yeah. started it, yeah. but I hear amazing things about that show, even though he's being uh, swapped out. What, I, season, what I I've think. watched of it so far is is, okay. is excellent. All right. um, but Maybe. he's a really cool dude. He, he seemed to genuinely care about both The Witcher and Superman, mm-hmm. and he now might be getting a Warhammer series because mm-hmm. he loves Warhammer 40k. Yeah. He collects and paints those figures. He's he's very out and involved in that scene. <laughs> out and proud. Um, so, <laughs> Warhammer fan. <laughs> um, so, in, in theory, him getting, uh, you know, that... Thing could be a new dream in and of itself. Yeah. That could, you know, good, good forward momentum for him. Um, but we also have Dwayne Johnson in play, mm. and in in reading up on this, in mm. in in hopes of uh, you know, again restoring some of my credibility in looking into this, uh, I was looking over lots of comments and places, lots of like you know, trying to think back with my own memories of when I was a youngster, like looking at. What are obviously now uh, clickbait websites, mm-hmm. but I, I used to be a fan of those, like, movie reporting things that were, like, yeah. some of which ended up, you know, reporting things that ended up being true. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was there was one that was, like, comingsoon.net, and that was one of the first sites that was, like, James Cameron has five Avatar movies planned, yeah. just you wait and see. Yeah, and we've waited, and we know. And, and we do, and, and one of those things, uh, one of the factoids that's come out of this is that Dwayne Johnson apparently had a contract to play Black Adam mm-hmm. that was written around the time that the first Iron Man movie came out. Wow. That's so a long time. 2008. Yeah. Uh, I would assume that when Iron Man came out and was successful, um, it was, uh, you know, it was probably one of those phases in Hollywood where they're going to start, like, contracting a bunch of people and scooping up rights yep. to, to do this. And Dwayne Johnson signed up for, like, a first-look thing with Black Adam back Mm -hmm. then. Mm -hmm. Keeping in mind that the first Iron Man movie came out in 2008, Man of Steel, I believe, did not come out until 2011, Mm -hmm. and an actual Shazam movie did not come out until... recently. Until very recently, like 2019, I think. Um, So... In the midst of all the chaos that's been happening with WB, Discovery, HBO Max, blah, 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 this past year, Dwayne Johnson apparently, allegedly, Mm -hmm. was trying to make a power move in which uh, he, like, kind of uh, strong-armed the studio Mm -hmm. to bring Henry Cavill back for a cameo that would get social media talking and boost the numbers for Black Adam, which I... Was a was a goofy movie. Yeah. I, I, I you've, that, you've you mentioned. Can, you've you can explained. consult my yeah. review for I'm that. I'm sure it'll be a future was, watch. Yes, yes. Um, and 
the fact that that was kind of done amidst all this chaos, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of people saying, oh, Henry Cavill was betrayed, he was, like, thrown to the wolves, he was, like, but, but really it was, like, in the brief window where Dwayne Johnson reigned supreme, it was, like, it was, like, a three-week period, mm-hmm. he got Cavill that part back for his own benefit mm. to make a Black Adam versus Superman movie. That's obviously not going to yeah. happen now. Um, but... Uh, apparently, Dwayne Johnson has has done things where he's like he refused to film a, a cameo in either of Zachary Levy's oh, Shazam Shazams, movies because yeah. he's like I only play in the big leagues. I'm um, not going to I'm not going to show up and fight some nobody. And it's like uh-huh. Black Adam is um is one of those villains where he he's literally like the evil version of. You know, character X. He's like, mm-hmm. if you have Shazam, then Black Adam is like his the, his opposite. Yeah, it's not like a Superman Lex Luthor thing where they can operate independently. It's mm-hmm. like you, you gotta. Now, obviously, Black Adam has had a lot of deeper lore build up over the years, which I wouldn't know. But yeah. but <laughs> like refusing to have any kind of overlap with the Shazam movies is kind of an odd choice. But the the consensus is that. Dwayne Johnson was hoping to pull a Game of Thrones yeah. in the power vacuum mm. to, uh, to to kind of, like, become the new main character mm-hmm. of, of the DC franchise. Mm-hmm. And that hope was dashed within, like, a month when, you know, the leadership change happened. Um, but no, there's, there, but there's, like, I just wanted to say that so as to combat some of the stuff that has been going up mm-hmm. on Twitter that's like, oh my god, like you know, uh, James Gunn has betrayed Henry Cavill and Zack Snyder and everyone's mm-hmm. like, he's backstabbing everyone in a, in a, in like a, a, a coup d'etat. Uh, yeah. And it's like, really, I just think that it just comes down to chaotic management at WB. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I, I think that's the more likely cause. Yeah. I, I don't, as a, an outsider looking in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. And I, I, I'm, I'm happy that you're emphasizing <laughs> that, I'm, that, that I'm innocent to all of this. <laughs> that even, that even you can, can see that like, okay, there's a shit show going yeah. on. Cause it's just like one of those things where, especially in like a post last Jedi era, I kind of, whatever I can do on this podcast to try to, to, to dissuade conspiracy theories, um, you know, I want to try to do, mm. and I didn't mean to contribute to it last week with, I just thought it would be funny if we got a Wonder Woman three that was yeah, that the same but, plot, mm-hmm. but I won't be getting that. Mm. Uh, so it's 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 um, but yeah. So just don't don't jump to conspiracies. Just like <laughs> just blame poor management. Yeah. Whenever whenever anything goes wrong with a movie, I don't think it's it's any intentional evil on anyone's part. It's just it's just people making decisions stupidly for money. Mm-hmm. So like you know. And, you know, we have plenty of other, ex- like, I, I'm pretty sure this past week, uh, you know, the, the WB Discovery crew have been axing Westworld disappeared. Yeah, I haven't uh, seen the latest season, but I definitely heard about that. It's like to, to build up some kind of tax write-off. So it's like, never, <laughs> don't, don't contribute to evil what you can contribute or attribute <laughs> to just like <laughs> bad management. Mm. Like, that's, that's, that's what I got to say. Yeah. Well, beautiful tangent, Dan, mm-hmm. as always. I've learned, I've lived, I've loved, I've cried, mm-hmm. I've laughed. <laughs> um, but we've got a finale to take care of, don't we? We do. Mm-hmm. And one more, one more, oh, one more tiny yeah. bit of tangent. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, as I've emphasized, we got more Pokemon Topaz Lapis stuff coming. Mm-hmm. I'm working on lots of art for lots of different things. 
This week, I was trying to fiddle around in the free time that I had. I was trying to fiddle around with making the map. I am not good at drawing maps, so I might wait until I can figure out a better way to do that. There's a mm -hmm. lot of, like, tabletop programs out there that are good for that kind of stuff. You just throw some dice on the, the, the blank piece of paper and you draw around. No, I have no. I have the map built. Oh, I already okay. sent you yeah, the, yeah, the outline hourglass. for yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah. Um, it's just a matter of, like, drawing the landscape. Mm. I don't usually draw landscapes. But we got plenty more characters coming. I think I put out a few of them. Uh, but lots more mons, lots more stuff to cover uh, mm -hmm. before I... Go searching for any more prompts yeah. from you. Yes. Um, and I think we, we got, like, our our Paradox Mon equivalent settled. It's mm -hmm. going to be Area 151. Mm -hmm. It'll be sealed off, and there's going to be a mysterious Mew that's Ooh. causing shit in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, causing chaos. Granting wishes. Ooh. Like a certain cat that we know. Mm. Uh, to keep it anime-themed. Yep. Um, so, tentatively, I'm... I'm well, I wish to bring my dead boyfriend back, who blew up on a plane. Again? Yeah. For the third time, mm, I haven't I, learned. I hope you learned a lesson. Uh, but 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 yeah. So we're we're gonna be working on that. Um, but life has been busy and stressful. So yes. it, it's uh, yes, it's it has. To... We apologize. I'm working on the Pokemon no, tangents. No, it's I'm not, doing it. This isn't like this is literally something we do for fun. So yes, it's like so we don't want to make it stressful. Yeah, this is so. the one moment we look forward to all week. Um, but that being said, I am very much looking forward to today's episode. Oh, as because, am I. Um, JoJo has surpassed my expectations. I'm ready to be floored by the finale. So we're, we're going to see if the whole package of this Battle Tendency season pleases you. Hmm. Um, Do so you find it pleasing? It. Do you find me pleasing? Jumbie <laughs> uh, the chocolate cream. Um, but we're going to roll out the drawing board. Uh, yes, we are. And today, he's Ultimate Life Form Edition. Oh. Um, drawing Board has ascended the power levels that we did not think he was capable of ascending to. Yeah, and yet he still knows his place. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, but, but, I mean, yeah, he does. He does still listen to it for now. Yeah. He listens to us. Yeah. He obeys. But he wouldn't he, turn against me, Dan. You know, but he has ascended. He, he's he's grown wings. He's kind of <laughs> hovering in the sky, illuminated. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, you, you know... I don't think he can die. No. I, that's the that's the main I concerning think, thing. I don't live think, on in the hearts and children. I don't think he can be killed no. right now, even if we wanted to. I don't no. think drawing board is is. I think he might be immortal. Yeah, uh, but he has evolved to you know the final form. He'll now. well outlive us. Um, but he's doing so to showcase the fact that today we are covering the final five episodes of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure: <sighs> Battle Tendency, and mm. I think this is one of the first times that I have actually done every single episode of a given wow. season so do you far? want a, a candy what a cookie no, no i'm saying you've always you've always done it but <laughs> yeah. like i uh, you, 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 you won the award Dan. you always did it but i you know just to emphasize that there was nothing to really skip, skip. here yeah. um but uh just a just a brief recap uh so that everyone can be reminded as to what has happened so far in jojo's bizarre adventure battle tendency mm. Jojo and his friends traveled to St. Moritz in Switzerland in pursuit of the Red Stone of Asia, a.k.a. Uh, the Super Asia, uh, which had been shipped there by ACDC before his death yeah. as goo. And that sentence makes perfect sense if you've watched anime. It does, yeah. 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 Uh, Commander Stroheim is revealed to be alive, albeit as a cyborg, and he gets to the Red Stone first. Uh, they all kind of group together at this ski chalet in Switzerland mm -hmm. to, uh, you know, discuss a means of moving forward uh, when Cars, one of the Pillar Men and the de facto leader of the Pillar Men, basically, uh, attacks the chalet. Cars attacked? ak ak -adak. Yes. Tim I Burton? Anyone? Mars attacks? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you made a pun, Dan. That was That was a... Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
Gotta watch Mars Attacks. Yeah, I love that, that movie. Yeah. Um, but uh, the Joe Bros and, Str- and Stroheim are at this chalet, which Cars attacks, <laughs> revealing his uh, his light blade or his bone blade technique. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, to make short work of most of the soldiers and everything. Uh, then they have their goober race to the brink, where they're sliding towards the cliff to grab the stone mm-hmm. uh, and trying to outdo each other before falling. Uh, you know, yeah. into the depths. But Cars survives, and he's like, you know. I'm going to let you have this because my plan is still on track so yes. far. Uh, Kara's and Wamu, uh, who, you know, and Wamu still has his ring, <laughs> speaking of Fire Emblem Engage, yeah. is still bound to Jojo's aorta. Mm-hmm. Um, they are using a nearby abandoned hotel, uh, specifically the uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel, <laughs> the ruins of it, um, to as their base. Uh, Caesar Zeppeli has a brief argument with Jojo in which his pride is kind of bruised, so he decides to head to the shell or to the abandoned hotel alone to confront the pillar men, uh, kind of just to reaffirm the honor of his family. He's going there as a matter of pride. Mm. Um, we get more details about his backstory and how his father had sacrificed himself to, uh, basically his father had saved Caesar, without even realizing that he was saving his own son, uh, I, Caesar's father was one of the first victims of that stone tablet where the pillar men were sealed originally, mm-hmm. uh, when it was shooting spikes out and absorbing people. Um, Caesar fought successfully against Wamu, uh, but he makes a small but critical mistake in the you know before he can deliver the final blow, and uh, Wamu uses his divine sandstorm <laughs> technique to. To kill him. Yes. Uh, Caesar is is mortally wounded, um, but he does manage to pull uh, Wamu's nose ring out before falling back, dying of blood loss, and then being crushed, um, rather symbolically, by the Mm cross-shaped section of the ceiling that that collapsed down on Mm -hmm. him. Um, Obviously, Jojo and, and Lisa Lisa arrived there. And had a lot of trouble processing the fact that Caesar died, as mm-hmm. did many audience yeah, members back I did in the day. Too. I didn't think he was going. Uh, Wired Beck was also there when I was writing the summary. I forgot to almost <laughs> include him, but there was another vampire for a oh, second. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, named Wired Beck. There's always that one hanger mm-hmm. on there. Yeah. Uh, Lisa, Lisa, and Jojo confronted Cars and Wamu. Uh, Cars was eager to just like kill the both of them there and end this game. Uh, but Lisa Lisa managed to bluff uh, this situation where, like, oh, if you kill me, there's a time bomb set to destroy the <laughs> mm-hmm. Super Asia Stone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if it's like, I would assume that the risk there is that if this perfect stone is damaged in any capacity, then Cars won't be able to use it for his plan. So mm-hmm. he's like, okay, you'll meet us at the the Saint Moritz ruins, not a real place. Uh, they they don't actually. I'm sure it's a lovely place, <laughs> but it does not have the ruins of a coliseum. Mm. Um, but they go to the ruins of the Saint Moritz Coliseum, where they will have a you know a chariot race. Yeah, they will. <laughs> Wamu and Jojo will have a chariot race, <laughs> and then presumably Cars and Lisa Lisa will have a separate competition. Wow. Um, but ultimately, Thumb wars, whatever they're gonna do. The the you know the the. The prize at stake will be the Super Asia Stone. Mm-hmm. Um, before this fight, uh, while snooping around, Jojo discovers a photo of Lisa Lisa as a baby mm-hmm. with Strizo Speedwagon and Granny Arena. The big reveal. Uh, that she was the baby. <laughs> she was. You told me, remember that baby? Yeah. And there I, she I, was. I, I told you, remember yeah. that baby? That, uh, you know, she was uh, the baby who was rescued from the burning ship. 
uh, by Arena and Jonathan Joestar. Uh, she had been raised by Striso for her own safety because mm. it was kind of... I believe the explanation was that it was it was one of those things where she's been roped into this situation uh, involving the Joestar family and Dio, so, uh, you know, it's best to keep them separate, to raise them separately, because anyone who gets involved in this seems to have a lot of potential to either, you know, be hurt mm-hmm. or maybe do some hurt back. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, um, Lisa Lisa was raised by Stryzo. Mm-hmm. She inherited the Super Asia Stone from him. Um, and thus, uh, the fact that, you know, he turned evil and then Jojo had to kill him is a source of complex emotions for her. She has a lot to mentally unpack with this, and she hopes to be able to talk things over with Jojo and unpack these issues if and when they survive this battle. Mm-hmm. Um, the, you know, Wamu and Cars arrive at the Colosseum, they now have, like, a growing army of, uh, you know, vampire zombie soldiers, and it's revealed that Wamu and Jojo will be facing each other, as you said, in a chariot race, yeah. uh, because Wamu, uh, is not doing this for theatrics, this is the most honorable way that he could kill an opponent or be killed by an opponent, um, so this is, this is meant to be a fight to the death. So they bring out these uh, zombie war horses, uh, who Wamu will use his inhuman strength to control, while Jojo will have to pacify them with a constant flow of Hamon energy. Mm. So there's going to be a sort of, it's meant to be a challenge for both of them insofar as, like, it's something that they're going to have to focus on as they do this race. Mm. Um, but uh, once again, under a moonlit night... Uh, <laughs> another battle for humanity begins. Here we are again. And we're going to see how it goes down. Yeah. I'm Any- excited. I don't know what's going to happen. I I don't think Lisa Lisa, as much as I love her, is long for this world. Mm-hmm. But that's my first initial thought. Mm-hmm. I think our heroes will be victorious, but they'll suffer many losses mm-hmm. at the hands of these two pillar men. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I expect uh, to live my Elizabeth Taylor <laughs> gladiator <laughs> fantasy. <laughs> This is, um, as I said, I think when we started Battle Tendency, because it was a theme throughout um, uh, Phantom Blood as well, Mm. but the theme to focus on tonight, and perhaps for all of Battle Tendency, is just, uh, you know, humanity's will to overcome external forces, be it supernatural, be it something else. You know, the, the, the final battle that you are about to watch here, when I was watching it, I felt like it was one of the best scaled fights I had seen mm. up until that point because okay. you you understand just how powerful the opponent is um, and what JoJo kind of has to do to overcome that. Okay. How what limits he's going to have to force himself to overcome that. That being said, you know while we're going to have a lot of battle shown and stuff on the menu today. It's not completely abandoning its, like, adventure serial roots. Because, again, as I promised last week, you know, if you have to ask yourself whether you're sinking or crashing, we're going to get something to that effect today. Um, So it's going to end in a battle shown in manner, but also a little bit of an adventure movie manner. We're going to get a mix of both. Indeed. And then lead into what is going to come next. So I am excited to showcase it. Um... You know. And I'm excited to watch. So, you know, 
Get those get those horses going. Mm. I'll, I'll get you a pony if you want. Mm. For Christmas? <laughs> For Christmas. Wow. It's in that box. <laughs> oh, you didn't poke air holes in it, Dad. Oh, no. <laughs> it's going to be a zombie pony, isn't it? Oh, hey, that's just as good. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll see you after the break. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah why not? We are back, everyone, having just concluded JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 2 Battle Tendency uh, in animation form. Uh, you know, this, of course, brings to a close what aired as JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the animation, uh, prompting a brief pause from us. Uh, but uh, due to a, a, a turn of events, mm. some, some unexpected excitement from my co-host... I think we'll be moving ahead into some more JoJo's very, very soon. This is uh, the best anime I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I, I am, I am overjoyed to yeah, hear that. I, 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 my eyes are glued to the screen every episode. Nothing drags. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. Yes. Twist and turns. Characters aplenty. It, it, it is. I, I. It took me so long to watch it, but when I did, like when I just sat down, you. The characters endear themselves to you really quick, yeah. and the action is non-stop, and there is always something unexpected pretty much waiting in every episode. Mm -hmm. I would say that uh, when we move into the next chapter of Stardust Crusaders... And this is the one I know the best. Yeah. That's the JoJo I thought was JoJo. Through pop culture osmosis, you've probably... I, I would say most people have probably gathered a lot from that, mm -hmm. um, but so it will be even more fun to cover... There might be a handful of episodes that can be skipped for the because that one is is uh, fifty. Yeah, I think um, that one was like four cores or whatever. But um, if you enjoyed this, then you are certainly going to enjoy Stardust Crusaders and for I did. what it is. Um, I did because the creativity continues its upward momentum. It it kind of doesn't stop. The action with the stands and everything gets even better. But you know, I that that is not to undersell. Battle Tendency has a special place in my heart. Like Battle Tendency was like I watched Phantom Blood and I was like, oh, I gotta I gotta wait for the stands to show up. Yeah. But then I got into Battle Tendency and I'm like, this might unironically be my favorite so mm -hmm. far. So it's it it that sealed the deal for JoJo's with me mm -hmm. in terms of enjoying it. Yeah. Um so yeah, hope, hope hopefully it, it it does the same for many. It's seemingly done the same for you. Mm -hmm. um, but with that, we will get into uh, you know the final five episodes of part two uh, with episode twenty two, a true warrior. Mm -hmm. uh, the details of the chariot race are explained to Joseph. Um, he and Wamu are both driving chariots, uh, but this is clearly a gladiator style duel to the death, nonetheless. Yeah. Uh, the race will keep going in continuous laps until one of them is dead. Uh, during each lap, uh, which I think it, uh, Wamu explains that it takes the zombie horses about a minute to complete this you know, one lap, and every time they do, a new weapon will be placed on a pillar at the start of the track. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, whoever happens to be in the lead has the opportunity to grab that weapon, use it as they choose, to gain the advantage on the other racer. Um, 
So they uh, the first one is a giant warhammer. Yeah. Uh, so Joseph is already planning to take it. Uh, they they use the the moon disappearing then reappearing behind a cloud. We're all to, looking towards the moon. Yeah. And and Jojo being cheeky uh, is like I'm gonna I'm gonna clear out the rubble from beneath my chariot to make sure I get off to a smooth start. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wamu, you might want to check yours too. But everyone is kind of transfixed on the moon countdown. Guarda la luna. Yeah. And uh, finally, you know, the the sky clears, the race begins. However, uh, Joseph manages to get a head start because he threw all of the rocks from under his chariot yeah. beneath Wamu's chariot. A dirty move, but we know Jojo likes to cheat. Yes. And he's fine with yeah. that. Yeah. And he kind of... In retrospect, it's interesting how these final battles play out because then he gets a taste of that later on, mm-hmm. but but Wamu was kind of shocked that he would resort to that trick. Yeah. Um, and I just can't get over Wamu is literally Zemnis. Yeah, you were. His voice actor. That I'm was like, a distraction. That's what I hear. <laughs> Darkness. That was a looming... Uh... When you play Kingdom Hearts 2, you'll understand. No, of course. Yeah. That's yeah. the big bad, Dan. Yeah. No, I feel like in clips I've seen him talk as that yeah. character, but I, I, I guess... I don't know, for me, I guess he would be this first, but... Yeah. Um... But, uh, you know, so Jojo gets the lead, and he gets to the hammer first. Uh, considering the speed he was going, he actually probably would have lost the hammer, but it snags on, on the ring, ring. Yeah. That, the, the antidote ring, that he's like, oh, lucky, you know, I managed to, you know, I decided to wear that as a promise yeah. to you, mm-hmm. or else I would have been doomed right there. Um, but, you know, getting the war hammer was a big deal, because the assumption is that you could easily use that to destroy the other person's chariot. He says, beep, beep. <laughs> um, Wamu is coming up behind him. Wamu just flat out, like, pole arms the pillar mm-hmm. with the zombie yeah. still on it. I'm just gonna use this to whack you. And he's, he tries to use that to smash Jojo. Uh, Jojo manages to use, uh, the hammer as, like, a, a pole to, like, break through that pillar and then jumps onto Wamu's horses. Uh, Wamu, however, with his vampire abilities has... Well, he's, he has a mastery of probability. He says, yeah. like, it's 99% sure I'll... Or whatever. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's charging at Jojo. Jojo's on the ground, and he's like, which way is he gonna go? Is and we get bad it? romance in the background, too. Yeah. And I was like, this is very similar. Like, I'm sure all... Gaga has seen this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that, I'm positive she's seen Jojo. If she, if she hasn't seen this, then she's <laughs> yeah. seen Golden Wind at very, at I, very least. But the, the... I guarantee you, she she watches anime, she's a Hatsune Miku stan. <laughs> she's seen Jojo's. <laughs> Um, but it, but it was basically a situation where Wamu was charging at him, and if he, you know, he could either get trampled, or if he jumped to the side, Wamu would take him out with his Darud Sandstorm ability. (laughs) And, uh, but Jojo just charges right into the horses, jumps on, you know, on top of them, uh, but, but... Wamu, using his vampire abilities, has phased into the horses themselves mm-hmm. to, to reach out and hit Jojo. Yeah, very traumatic, but I, I kind of liked it. Uh, I didn't know it was coming. Well, you as you pointed out, Lisa Lisa is doing the commentary yeah, you would be yeah, doing. It's like if Dan was fighting, I'd be... Oh, stop it, Dan, you idiot. Yeah, if I was like, if I was like fighting John in Smash, yeah. you would be commenting yeah. on it. When I'm Watch out to... for the bucket! Yeah, don't fill Game & Watch's yeah. bucket. <laughs> don't let him charge the salute the sun! <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, oh no, yeah, we Fit Trainer's doing her breathing exercises, yeah. you can't do that. Gotta be careful, Ben. Um, so, we get like a, uh, there's this moment where it looks like Jojo has taken a Divine Sandstorm mm-hmm. head-on, uh, which has obviously proven to be a fatal blow already, as in the case with Caesar. 
Uh, but as Lisa Lisa notices, and as everyone quickly realizes, something is wrong. Uh, it was only a glancing blow, and Jojo is knocked mostly safely back into his own chariot. But we don't know that yet. Um, it's but like a fatal blow. Like, yeah. Wamu is, uh, something wrong with him. He's, his arms have been severely yeah. damaged, like they're burnt at the elbow. Yeah, well, Lisa Lisa and Cars are chugging wine at this point. Cars well, is like, well, it's a, it just happened. We have, like, a zombie sommelier that's there. Yeah, he's actually, it's not blood or anything. It's, yeah. he's, he's drinking actual wine yeah. that is served to him. And he slips Lisa Lisa a poison, like, just saying, if you, if you get intimidated by this, you can just drink that for an instant painless death, mm-hmm. and I won't fault you for it. But Lisa Lisa's like, no. no. Look again. But now we see that, you know, Wamu has been damaged somehow, and Jojo is still alive. And he's like, are you sure you hit me head-on with that technique? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, you know, we see it once more with clarity, where Jojo, in the process of uh, jumping into the air to hit Wamu with the hammer, saw what Wamu was about to do, and kicked up the reins, the, the hamon-infused reins from his horses... Uh, around Wamu's arms, mm-hmm. so that when Wamu unleashed his Divine Sandstorm technique, it basically short-circuited the, the attack. Yeah. It, like, if his arms are spinning at a rapid rate, and they're charged with hormone, and then, like, the strap is around it, he basically bore through his own arms. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, Jojo used his power against him, pretty much. Um, but Wamu is, like, you know, slumps back into his chariot, and he's, like, looking up at the sky in a, in a daze, uh, that that someone has managed to do this much damage against him, mm-hmm. and, and Cars is like, yeah, he seems shaken, but it's his warrior spirit. Yeah, he hasn't been injured like that by a human ever. So he gets John, Dan, and Jonathan to prepare the next lap. Yes, <laughs> uh, this time it's two cross bros. Us cross cross bros cross bro- cross bros. Oh my cross god, bros. cross bows. Uh, yeah, but it is us. That that that's the role <laughs> that we would get. Would you choose the large or the small? <laughs> it's one really big one, one really small one, uh, and they're like, okay, that'll be the next weapon. Uh, Jojo makes the mistake of uh, you know grabbing the big one because he, he emphasizes power. But but it does take a lot more to wind that crossbow back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wamu grabs the small one, but uses his uh, his wind powers to kind of guide the crossbow. Bolt. And they're little yeah. iron balls. Yeah. This one, uh, Jojo makes the mistake of uh, you know like trying to keep the there's like this huge fire at the center of the Colosseum. And Jojo is trying to, like, keep that between them. Um, but, you know, Wamu kind of sees through this and shoots, like, a rebounding shot mm-hmm. that hits Jojo and knocks him off his chariot yeah. again. Um, Joseph is thrown to the ground. Um, and, you know, the momentum from the fall lets him cock the crossbow without anyone noticing, mm-hmm. including Wamu. Uh, so Jojo takes the shot, but it seemingly goes wide and misses. Uh, Jojo is cornered. Uh, he is seemingly doomed. Um, but, uh, y- you know, Joseph starts, like, throwing rocks up at him. Yeah. Uh, to How dishonorable! Um, oh, I should note, I-, I forgot this. After he received the wounds to his arms, Wamu had blinded himself. Mm-hmm. He had blinded himself and extended the horn out from his head because it's like, I, I shouldn't be approaching this as a conventional fighter. I can sense wind better than I can see. So in this in the case of this fight, 
my, you know, ability to detect the wind is going to be more useful than my eyes could ever be. Mm. So at this point, Wamu is technically blinded, but has an extremely high, high tier sense uh, about the air currents, yeah. I guess. Um, so Jojo is like throwing pebbles at him and he does this thing where he's like, next you're going to say, don't dishonor our fight like mm-hmm. this. Just accept your death like a man. And the, uh, the cannon, like the crossbow shot that Jojo had fired rebounds back and blows through Wamu's chest. Yes. Uh, it had a slight amount of hormone inf- infused into it. So that is a lethal blow mm-hmm. to someone like Wamu. Yeah. Um, Wamu makes one final attempt to, like, uh, you know, feign falling and then crush Jojo with his legs, but Jojo, uh, you know, uses his own Hamon overdrive technique to deflect that, and Wamu is kind of, uh, you know, left on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, there is this, uh, there's this moment where, uh, you know, kind of pushed to his limit. You know, Wamu does not intend to go down without a fight, mm-hmm. so he opens up his rib cage and begins taking in air, <laughs> uh, sucking it in. And Cars from the sideline is like, you know, Wamu, that there's no need to resort to that technique. Like you haven't hit that point yet. Like that, that's certain doom. I think. I think the justification was that the way that it, um, like Cars or Wamu, kind of has to like break his own horn open to mm-hmm. use it properly. Mm-hmm. So it's like you would be. He would basically be killing himself to get his yeah. own killing yeah. blow. Um, but this is Wamu's atmospheric rift technique. He, you know, uh, with like a razor sheet of air, is like cutting through the stone of the Colosseum, about to slice through Jojo. Jojo makes a uh, a seemingly foolish maneuver and throws a bottle of, of like oil at him. <laughs> Nothing happens. Diesel nut oil. Um. And then he, uh, you know, takes a second, he, like, uses his own to light a uh, uh, Caesar's scarf on fire, mm-hmm. throws that, mm-hmm. and that gets torn up by the wind. Yeah. And even though it seems like Jojo is doomed, he's like, well, Wamu, I already, I already defeated you. Do you want to know how? And uh, it turns out that both things that Jojo tossed were part of his scheme. Uh, the first thing, the oil, the bottle broke open, but then it was quickly absorbed into Wamu's air pipes, mm-hmm. with the rest of the air getting sucked in. And secondly, when he sliced up Caesar's burning scarf, the burning remnants of that scarf were also sucked into the air pipe. So, yeah. uh, you know, Wamu has basically turned himself into an internal combustion engine. Mm-hmm. And Wamu realizes this too late and explodes. Uh, he is reduced to a head, laying there on the ground. Uh, Jojo comes up to him and uh, feeds him, like, a, blood. Little, a little bit of blood. Yeah. He's like, you chose to, you know, let uh, Caesar's hormone bubble with the scarf and the ring. Like, you left it intact because you saw him as an honorable warrior. Yeah, and you... I see you as that as well. And so Wamu is, in his own way, uh, you know honored basically yeah. he, he's like he's being he's going out on a final note like a true warrior would mm-hmm. um some other vampires attempt to like run in and attack jojo but wamu's head uh, manages to use the crossbow and and kill them off because he is not going to have anyone you know 
bring this fight to a dishonorable mm-hmm. end. Like, JoJo has beaten him fair and square, and he just wants to see JoJo take the antidote, which yeah. JoJo does. Um, and finally, Wamu, uh, you know, with uh, all of that going on... Um, While Turin Dante is playing in the background. Yeah. The time. <laughs> I just have to mention that. Puccini's Turin Dante. Uh, but Wamu is is finally defeated yeah. and he fades away. Yeah. Um uh, I I would say Wamu kind of OP. I liked him. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good character. He had no, he, he had was a, a villain. Yeah. He had a heart. He controlled yeah. wind, which is one of my favorite things to do. Of course. In anime, we'll see a Yu Yu Hakusho one day when Hyde comes along. And of then, course. and then Hyde in uh um Zatchbell. He's the anime exclusive of Moto. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's I right. Listen, the wind runs deep in me, <laughs> but it also rises. Was there a Mega Man? Uh, yeah, battle there, that, there battle... was like a, a um, Tornado Man. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because he was the the equivalent of like um, the one that usually shows up in the games. Yeah. I don't know if it was Fan Man or yeah. another one, but yep, yep, yeah, yep, someone in there. I remember. Uh, well, we're getting that game. Maybe we'll get that anime soon. <sighs> but um, so uh, you know. Like, Cars is affected by Wamu's death insofar as he has just lost a very high-caliber servant. Um, He kind of, uh, you know, steps forth to... Okay, we get, like, a little bit of backstory where he was trying to goad Wamu into killing one of the last members of the Hamon tribe. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was was a child. And Wamu was like, there's no honor and just killing a child who can't defend themselves mm-hmm. so cars just steps forward and does it and he's like in the grand scheme of things like you can't be held back by emotion yeah. you have to do what you can to win uh so he agrees to uh you know fight lisa lisa um who i was very worried about this entire time i said lisa mm-hmm. lisa's gonna meet her end here because yeah. i love her too much yes but and you weren't you were not not technically right no so. no i was surprised color me surprised um but but uh, like before him and lisa lisa fight uh cars does execute a few vampires who try to like get in on the insulting mm-hmm. by like sullying wamu's name yeah. so you know look wh- at them they're already dead cars is not broken up by this but he is like he's obviously not going to let one of his you know, basically one of his generals be disrespected like that. Mm-hmm. But he brings, uh, you know, Lisa Lisa forth uh, to battle on this huge... The Temple of Peace Bernita. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is a large, modern artwork-looking yeah. spire structure. <laughs> Don't know if this is real either. <laughs> uh, I, I would doubt it. Uh, but they, you know, this was a place where in ancient times warriors would go to drink the blood of those that they had defeated. And mm-hmm. it's like a big open metalwork thing yeah. uh that provides a visually unique battleground for cars and lisa lisa mm-hmm. um so they're up there they're on this one stretch of the structure uh cars obviously has his gleaming bone blades yep. and lisa has her ripple conducting scarf and she also dresses down into a more yeah like, she has a reveal outfit. yeah um so, uh, strangely, when Lisa Lisa looks him over, Cars has no killing intent in him. His spirit is not moving. No battle tendency. No battle? Um, <laughs> that's probably probably part of the reason it's called that. Yeah, almost um, a synonym. 
but uh, she doesn't sense any, you know, uh, ill will, murderous intent mm-hmm. from him. Um, and she's, you know, very taken aback by that. Because it, uh, is it is it because he doesn't feel anything? Is it because he's like that divine that he's able to suppress that feeling? Yeah. We don't know. Um, she. Cars fades away in a flash of light, and Lisa Lisa is briefly caught off guard because she senses him coming from two directions. Mm-hmm. Um, but she thinks of it as, like, one of his tricks, and when he tries to emerge and slash her from behind, she delivers a hum-on kick that, um, like, breaks part of his face yeah. open. However, uh, when that car falls to the ground and, you know, starts dying... The real cars emerges behind her and stabs her through the chest. Uh, apparently, cars had dressed up one of his vampire servants uh, or reshaped him to look like cars and used him as a body double uh, to pull off this little technique, mm-hmm. this gambit thing that he was yep. doing. And everyone is is obviously shocked, but cars is like, I don't really care if any of you think that I'm a cheater. No. I'm here. To get the stone and to take over the world, like, I am not playing games and leaving myself open to, to, to being defeated. Mm-hmm. Like, when you when you play it, he gives a you speech where he's <laughs> like, when you play a chess game over a thousand years, mm-hmm. every piece that you move is extremely deliberate, and, you know, you have to think, like, ten steps ahead. And, you know, mm-hmm. this was one movement, and then when JoJo, you know... Uh, is, is there in, in shock. He's like, um, yeah, he's, he's not, he, he cl- <clears throat> sorry. Cars mm. claims the redstone for himself mm-hmm. and he has seemingly achieved his goal. Uh, down below, he's like, you know, kind of throws Jojo to the lions. He's like, any, you know, all of you vampires go try to kill him. Jojo stands up against them, but, having obviously just exhausted a lot of his energy mm-hmm. from the battle with Wamu, can't really do much damage to these regular-level vampires, so he's in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, at the last moment, however, he is saved when uh, Von Stroheim <laughs> and Speedwagon and Smokey yeah. arrive. Um, just with, out of nowhere. It's fine. They arrive with um, some, you know, bunch of troopers decked out in UV light headlight packs yeah. that uh, the Speedwagon Foundation designed specifically for combating vampires. Presumably this is R&D that they've been doing mm-hmm. with, like, Santana's body yeah. back at Speedwagon headquarters. Um, but they are, you know, here to keep the vampires busy while JoJo goes to face Cars. Mm. Um, cars kind of, like, says, like, once again... I, you know, everything is a chess game. I'm going to now move you one space closer to your own demise. Mm-hmm. And he uses, uh, like, he pierces through Lisa Lisa's leg. Like, he, I think that that's when he does his weird little guitar. Yeah. Thing. Like, he picks yeah. her up and he... Just, what's going on here? Plays her like a guitar because he, yeah. he is nuts. He's, he's um, a sociopath. Um, and then he pierces her feet, ties a rope to her, and yeah, then throws her over the edge. Will she fall on the crystals below? Yeah, there's a lot of crystal spires yeah. down below, and Jojo obviously intervenes to grab the rope, yeah. which is kind of on, like, like cantilevered, so he's and like... And he's like, I'll walk slowly towards you. And then I'll, you know... I'll beat you. Yeah, because yeah. if you move at all, then you're going to risk this woman falling. Yeah, and Smokey has a reveal here. He's trying to get out something. Yeah. But I said, what is it? I, I directed your attention I to the screen. I didn't know what was happening. And Smokey's like, 
Jojo has to, he's fighting to save her, but he doesn't know that's his mother. Oh, time for the big reveal. And you did the Home Alone face. You said, did, that what? Was, that was the, that was the, it was a big reveal. Yeah. I didn't know that. I told you to remember that baby. Yeah, and that well, baby I did, was Dad. important. Yeah, I remember that baby. Um, but for in more ways than one. Baby was mama. Baby was time. mama. Yeah. Uh, and that brings us to episode 24, the ties <laughs> that bind Jojo. Uh, being forced to cling onto the rope to save Lisa Lisa from falling, uh, Joseph is at a huge disadvantage. Uh, meanwhile, like uh, Strawheim's Corps and the Speedwagon <laughs> Foundation men are still battling Cars' vampire army. Mm. Um, you know, uh, Jojo and, and Cars have this exchange on this, like, metal beam that they're both so on. this is me with the Jollibee chicken. It is. Yeah. Um, and Joseph is like, I, I, I kind of have a plan. I'm starting to formulate yeah. one. Mm-hmm. So he lights his scarf on fire, and he's like, this will be a good motivator. Yeah. Like, this, by the time this scarf is burnt through completely, I will have defeated you. I said, you. what the fuck is he doing? But later on... We do see. I got God again. He's like, I'm just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna induce some extra pain in myself to, an, to add some incentive to defeat you that quickly. Um, so you know, car like he tries to get a hit hidden on cars. It doesn't work. Cars then is you know goaded forwards into slashing at him and cuts the rope that is holding Lisa Lisa up. Mm-hmm. However, when the two of them start falling, both Jojo and Lisa Lisa, uh, it's shown that. Another rope had been, another segment of the rope had been tied onto Cars' leg, pulls him down, and now he is keeping both Jojo and Lisa Lisa suspended. Mm -hmm. So basically, using his famous sleight of hand, Jojo had created a visual distraction by lighting the scarf on fire, uh, cut the rope, tied it to himself. Yeah, and and then created like a, uh, um, a counterweight. Yeah, situation going on. I said, this is wild. And then when Cars leapt forward to do, you know, the final slash, Jojo had used that to tighten the length of rope that he had tossed near Cars' feet previously. What an anime. Uh, you, know, uh, the, you know, again, turning it into the cantilever. Um, so, you know, Cars is caught off guard. Lisa Lisa is safe for a moment. So then Jojo uses, like, the last bit of Hamon that he has... Uh, to break through Cars's uh, gleaming bone blade, mm-hmm. uh, which is like a very painful, damaging blow yeah. to Cars, and mm-hmm. Cars is like left dumbfounded, um, and obviously thrown off balance. Uh, Cars is pushed off of the pillar while Lisa Lisa is pulled back up, and uh, you know Jojo manages to save his mother while Cars falls into the crystals below mm-hmm. and is impaled by them. Mm-hmm. Um, after, uh, you know, Joseph rescues Lisa Lisa, Speedwagon explains to Smokey how Lisa Lisa, her real name being Elizabeth, uh, had been <laughs> raised by Stryzo, who taught her the ways of Hamon. Mm-hmm. Uh, she later met and was courted by Jonathan and Arena's son, George mm-hmm. Joestar II. Wow. Um, and their marriage resulted in the birth of baby Joseph. I wowed <laughs> by this segment. Uh, unlike his, uh, unlike his father and son, uh, George II had the ability to use Hamon, but was never trained in it. Uh, instead, he joined the Royal Flying Corps on behalf of Britain, uh, and became basically an ace pilot mm-hmm. for them. Yeah, sad um, end for him. During World War I. Uh, however, <laughs> uh, there was a zombie, uh, still in Europe, who had survived the death of Dio and the destruction of the first stone mask, and had kind of 
kept to himself while seeking revenge. So this zombie who became a military commander, I would assume that more details are given about him in the novelization that was written Mm -hmm. about this stretch. Um, But he survived for years, he hid all evidence of his murders, like he would eat the bones and and drink the blood and never leave a crime scene. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he never produced more vampires, so he was, by all intents and purposes, the last one remaining, and no one ever was any wiser about his presence there. Uh, He positioned himself as a high-ranking person in the Royal Flying Corps, and he was, you know, eventually, you know, became George George's uh, commanding officer. Um, and George, being a Joestar, was very observant. He had heard a lot about vampires and Dio from his, uh, his, from his mother. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was observant. He kept an eye out, and he did notice, obviously, that the commander was a vampire. Uh, but while sneaking up on him, the, you know inhumanly powerful vampire easily overpowered and defeated him mm-hmm. uh, because again george had no hamon training yeah. to use against him uh, when elizabeth discovered uh, learned this about his death uh she immediately stormed out and went and killed the vampire commander herself mm. uh she used a hamon slash to literally karate chop him in half mm-hmm. uh just as a some British soldier with documents was there to watch, so uh, she was identified, and word spread throughout the entire, basically, allied forces that this woman uh, is an assassin who has betrayed the war effort and killed one of our commanders, so Elizabeth Joestar had to, had to disappear. Yeah. Uh, she was never even able to say goodbye to Jojo, uh, before Speedwagon used his resources to, like, change her identity and help her relocate, mm. which is how she ended up in Venice, uh, where we met her. Um, so, uh, taking, keeping in mind everything that had happened, Irina began to raise Joseph on her own uh, and asked Speedwagon uh, to make sure that the young Jojo would never learn the true events of what happened to his parents. She did not want him to learn about Hamon because she assumed that any Joestar man who gets involved in this uh, is certain to meet a violent uh, an end. An untimely end. So yeah. she she wanted to fight that fate by just never exposing him to it, which obviously, in the end, did not work. But Granny Arena had hoped. Um, with uh, Speedwagon's story over, Strawheim attempts to finish off cars with multiple blasts of... Um, you know, uh, he he wheels out a big Godzilla-esque ultraviolet um, amplifier mm-hmm. cannon. Yeah. Uh, and it, he believes that one shot from this will be enough to wipe out any vampire. Well, little does he know. He charges it up, <laughs> charges the beam, it fires, but lo Just and behold... Just like it's platooned. It cars, <laughs> sucks it all up. Cars is uh is wearing the stone mask with the red the redstone of Aja mounted into the front of it. Yeah. So uh, before Strohheim can call off the attack, the artificial sunlight um, from the beam and from all of the Speedwagon Foundation and German soldiers is absorbed into Cars, who undergoes the ultimate transformation. Mm-hmm. And that brings us to episode twenty-five, the birth of a super beam. Cars has outsmarted Stroheim, and combining the stone mask and the red stone, has become the true ultimate being. What? I put down in my notes. At first, uh, it doesn't seem like Cars has changed that much. 
He still has the wounds from the Hamon strike. So, you know, Strawheim is like, okay, maybe we're not we're not fighting yeah. a real Ubermensch. Maybe we're fighting, like, still just a vampire and we can mm-hmm. defeat him. However, uh, Cars quickly reforms his arm. Wild. And then... Dad said, look at the screen. I said, hmm? He, he looks over, he sees some squirrels <laughs> f- flittering about, and he transforms his arm into, or his hand into a squirrel. And I said, what are we watching here? It, it separates from him, it goes over to the other squirrel, and then, being a vampire, consumes it. <sighs> then, uh, using super vampire speed, the squirrel jumps, attacks <laughs> Strawheim, and then starts killing his men. Yeah. Um, so this is to establish that if Kars wants to now, he can basically generate his own vampires but more importantly he has the power of all life forms all organic matter all yeah. organic matter on mm-hmm. earth he now has he can uh reform his body Assimilate, to resemble yeah. someone mm-hmm. um so uh the sun finally rises but of course everyone's hopes are dashed because cars is able to stand in the sunlight unharmed um because he is you know He's now the ultimate life form. Mm. So they can't, you know, <clears throat> sorry. Mm-hmm. So we get, we do get a cool scene where Cars is kind of, uh, he's like, oh, the sun, you've been my enemy for, for centuries, but mm. now I can finally stand in your light and you are the most beautiful, powerful thing I have ever seen. So he get. I thought that was a cool little monologue because yes. he's been waiting a while for this. Yeah, to salute the sun. So... <laughs> Every, everything seems hopeless. Speedwagon has already given up. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't like Speedwagon. He, I was happy uh, at the end of these episodes. Joseph nonetheless says that he has a plan in mind. He grabs the Redstone of Asia mm-hmm. and uh, paralleling the first episode, he's like, I got uh, you don't mean you're going to, yep, yeah. I'm going to run. Run away. And he starts running away and Cars at this point, who is obsessed with killing Jojo. He sprouts wings and flies. Yeah, he does the howl thing, yeah. as you pointed out. He grows feathered arms and starts running, or chasing after him. Mm. And it becomes established that, yeah, Cars, if it's a living life form, Cars can basically just, you know, transform into anything. Mm-hmm. We get, like, examples of different animals and substances, uh, but anything found on Earth is fair game for him to turn into. Um, so they, they, you know, Cars is chasing after him, uh, you know, Jojo is like, I gotta leave you behind, Smokey, because if yeah. you die in the process of this, like, oh, I'm gonna feel even more pissed. Mm-hmm. So Jojo jumps off a cliff and commandeers one of the German, like, water planes. Out of, out of nowhere, yeah. Um, and is now in the air facing Cars. Uh, he, you know, fires a few bullets to try to get Cars' attention and then leads him on a chase uh, into, I believe, the Atlantic Ocean. So, uh, Cars is pursuing him through the sky. Um, Speedwagon attempts to get in contact with Jojo via the plane's radio, mm-hmm. but Jojo looks over the it's map, up, yeah. and he's like, no, I think I, I, think I have a plan. I know I, what to do. I, I, got, I got an idea. And yeah. then Speedwagon is despondent because he's like, you cannot, like, I cannot go to your right. grandmother and tell her, that another met, like man in her life died. Yeah, doing and Smokey's this. trying to tell him like, "Oh, blank, blank is your mother," but he doesn't hear that. Yeah, what? The static You're breaking up. up. Um, so you, you, they, uh, what is it? At at one point in the in this dogfight, uh, when Jojo had shot at cars using the plane's bullets, uh, 
again, bringing something recurring from the podcast full circle, Cars mm. uh, transforms some of his feathers into armadillo yeah, shells that are which, bulletproof. I don't think that would happen. Oh, I didn't... Yeah, I don't think armadillos are bulletproof. It's not yet. ethical to test that, so we can't... No, no, yeah, but we're going to assume they're not. Yeah. We're going to assume that armadillos are bulletproof. Sure, maybe armadillo mons, but... But uh, the armadillo shells, you know, deflect the bullets and then break through the one of the main windows of the plane so remembered that they're in there yeah um so jojo has decided to lure cars to this volcano under the assumption that okay he was made on this earth he is still ultimately an earthling so it would stand to reason that something some primordial power on this planet Mm -hmm. can kill him because he is still a living creature the classic predator prey if it bleeds we can kill it type mentality uh, while he is flying towards the volcano, the armadillo scales turn into piranhas. Yeah, it's eat... reading piranhas, what the fuck? And they eat most of his parachute. I don't think way. that's how piranhas work, but okay. Well, they're card, they're vampire piranhas. Yeah. Um, so, uh, other scales turn into octopus tentacles that kind of entangle the engine and make one of the propellers explode. Mm-hmm. So the plane is going down. Um, like, uh... Jojo manages to create a decoy by tying, like, a doll to one of the other parachutes and sends it out. Uh, And when Cars is distracted by that, uh, Jojo just hits him with the plane. Mm -hmm. Just dives the plane into him and says, like, I'm going to drag you down down. into that volcano. Cars is is unfazed by this. He's like, you don't think that I can just, like, fly away from here and let you plummet to the earth? Like, I have no, you know, what did you think was going to happen? Before cars can can get out of the way, uh, a robotic hand grabs his neck and <laughs> pins him to the front of the plane. Mm-hmm. This is von Straheim. courtesy of Straheim, who had jumped onto one of the plane's runners, presumably in that scene where Jojo does like the low dive near Speedwagon and everyone else. That's probably when Straheim jumps on. Mm. Um, so uh, the plane goes down into the volcano. Huge explosion. Jojo does manage to jump out just before it crashes. Strawheim grabs him and then, having a completely cybernetic lower half, cushions the blow yeah. but destroys his cybernetic legs. And Jojo's like, you know, I come up with some crazy shit, but, but that that was that was takes next the cake. level. Yeah. So uh, they are all survived. Like they they have survived. Uh, but when they go over to look to see if Cars has truly been defeated. Uh, we see that Cars is is somehow reforming himself within the lava. Mm-hmm. Uh, race against time. It brings us to the final episode, episode the 26, one. The Ascended One. <laughs> Joseph's victory, along with his arm, is cut short <laughs> when uh, when uh, Cars manages to survive the volcano by forming a carapace uh, full <laughs> of air bubbles yeah. to protect him from deadly lava. Now this isn't this isn't as uh, strictly speaking as like he makes an invincible shell. He just duplicates the Earth's crust. Basically, mm-hmm. he's like the same principle of the of the Earth, like the molten Earth that surrounds the Earth's core. He just makes a miniature version of that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, outside of his skin yes. to survive the lava long enough to get out of it. Yeah, and I also do need. Uh, with, with these summaries coming from the JoJo wiki, I, I don't want to take credit for that cut short line. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah, I I don't I don't know if the summary doesn't get into that. So it's 
they, they give us a diagram that goes into how he's using yeah. the air bubbles to save himself. Between so, his own blood and skin. Um, he has a layer. So he manages to, like, cr- like you know, break out of the ground and slices Jojo's arm off. Uh, you're in dire straits. I heard a gasp from you when I this said, happened. what's going on? Because, uh, you know, it seems like the hero is being defeated or in the process of being defeated. Uh, Jojo attempts to fight back. Oh, no, no. Now we get more of Cars' backstory. Yeah. So Cars was obviously a member of the ancient species of humanoids, the vampires, as we would refer to them. Uh, they were like humans, but different. Mm-hmm. And they lived underground because the sunlight damaged them. Uh, they had a, a fairly peaceful existence. Uh, any humans that they came into contact with were usually uh, prone to either worshipping them as gods or telling stories about them being demons uh, but for the most part they were self-contained uh we see lots of other vampires all sexy all doing yeah. jojo poses yeah. living a living in peace mm-hmm. um but cars however was prideful he realized that you know the more you know if he if he killed beyond the need to simply feed himself he could gain more strength and unlock more of the hidden abilities of his of his race uh than he could by just you know surviving Mm -hmm. so if he took more for himself and you know i guess by vampire standards did unethical things he could ascend to godhood basically um and and it wasn't uh his actions basically started throwing the entire earth's ecosystem out of out of sorts because uh, the vampires were ultimately a part of that ecosystem they didn't kill very much their population mostly stayed small because they couldn't die but they also didn't have children a lot so everything was in order but cars started to do the you know scar taken over mufasa's kingdom mm-hmm. nature falls out of whack and the other vampires realized that they needed to stop him yeah. and his stone mask plan that was ongoing uh, they all tried to take him down, but Cars argued that, like, by standing against him, they were turning down godhood, and, you know, they deserved to perish for that. So mm-hmm. he murdered everyone, including his, who were more or less his parents, mm-hmm. uh, wiped out the entire civilization. And escaped with two infants. He escaped with ACDC and two baby boys, ah. who would obviously be Santana and uh, Wamu. Mm-hmm. Um I believe, yeah, I believe the other guy is ACD, yeah. So, um, and then their multiple centuries-long plan of finding an appropriate conduit for the mask started, which Mm -hmm. leads to the present. Uh, Jojo attempts to fight back, but Cars crushes his leg with Hamon. With a um, ripple. Because now that he's mastered sunlight, he can use Hamon just as easily as any other living creature, and he takes a great deal of pride in killing... Uh, the, the final Hamon user with their own technique. Like, mm-hmm. he's... Yeah, this has been a long time coming for him. Cars uh, prepares one final technique to kill Joseph once and for all, uh, but Jojo, like, instinctively holds up the Redstone of Asia just as Cars is about to strike. Um, the energy kind of ripples through the stone, uh, goes, you know, around Jojo's hand into the earth, and triggers... Uh, a, a much more powerful volcanic eruption. Hmm. Um, you know, the earth starts to crumble beneath their feet, and a plume of lava shoots Cars and, and Jojo up into the air, yeah. and like a Mario platform mm-hmm. up into the into the stratosphere. 
And Cars is once again like, I can simply use my wings to, to get out of here. Um, this is nothing. You're like, you've sealed your own fate. Yeah. But Jojo duplicating the same thing that Wamu had done to him mm-hmm. launches his own arm yeah. as a his his severed arm mm-hmm. as a projectile yep. to strangle cars and distract him uh causing cars to be hit by the other volcanic rocks that are shooting up mm-hmm. from the ground yeah. shooting um, him into the stratosphere and Jojo did some quick math. The force of the volcano was enough to achieve terminal velocity. If Grant was here, he could he could yeah, justify if o- this. If only he knows yeah. about that. Yeah. Uh, he knows what it. I don't know if a volcano, but might not come up during our Rankin Bass special. But <laughs> um, he would know. But forced up by all of these projectiles and just the force of the blast, cars is propelled out from the upper atmosphere and into the, the cold of space. Yeah. Uh, Cars, you know, attempts to breathe. He can't. So then he says, <laughs> "I will, I will use like the same vent technique yeah. that Wamu did to, to push my back, back to the earth, like Sandra Bullock and gravity." Yeah, but unfortunately, the air coming out instantly freezes him, and he tries to like transform in a few other ways, but nothing works because you know, obviously, he's and again. As he people, supermans himself. As people have often debated yeah. with that magic school bus episode, you're, you're not... Uh, what would happen to a living being in space is not as simple as just freezing. Yeah. Like, what's happening is that your, uh, your blood vessels are exploding, basically. Fun. Yeah. Um, but presumably, because that can't happen to Cars, he does freeze as, as a side effect. Yeah. Uh, but Cars is immortal, encased in like his body turns to stone yeah. and freezes he's lost in space at all time and he's yeah. left to drift through space for all eternity and the, the narrator says that eventually after who knows how long he wished death yeah and the spark of his soul just went out mm-hmm. like he stopped having conscious thought so he meets he meets a Yikes. karmic end mm-hmm. in that sense um Jojo is, like, last seen on the rock platform, like, falling back to Earth, and, uh, you know, in the chaos of the eruption and everything else, it is assumed that uh, Joseph Joestar died that day. Yeah. On on February 28th, uh, 1939. Lest we not remember it. (laughs) Um, Cars, uh, yeah, so Cars is left in space, um... Later that year, in April, uh, Joseph's funeral is being held. (laughs) Yeah, all the major characters are there. Smokey, Speedwagon, Lisa Lisa, Messina, and Arena all gather to pay their last respects. Uh, Then Joseph arrives rather blithely, Mm -hmm. uh, complaining that no one picked him up at the airport. Yeah, which would have freaked me out, too. I said, what are you doing? I said, what's going on? (laughs) I thought he was dead! Uh, He has been fitted with a new robotic prosthetic hand, courtesy of Strawheim. And uh, he is also wearing a wedding ring uh, because he got married to Susie Q in the interim. Of course. Uh, like, Susie, like, he, he asked I forgot Q, to send the invite, Jojo. Or the telegram, yeah. because uh, Jojo... Pardona mia. Obviously in bad shape, fell back to Earth. The rock, I guess, cushioned his fall into the ocean. He survived, barely. Uh, he was fished <laughs> out by a fisherman. He was returned to Susie Q. Yeah. Susie Q nursed him back to health, but she never told anyone that he had survived. Yeah. She forgot. Uh, so they 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 were about to have a, a wacky exchange, um, but the the future for the Joe Star family is set. Very happy, very happy ending for what I thought was not going to happen. 
So over the next several years, uh, everyone peacefully lives out the rest of their lives. Uh, Joseph learned the truth about, you know, Lisa Lisa being his mother. Uh, Lisa Lisa eventually joined them in America where she married a Hollywood screenwriter. Mm, makes sense. Um, Arena lived out the rest of her life teaching at an elementary school. Uh, and then passed away peacefully at the age of 81 in 1950 with all of her loved ones around her. Uh, Speedwagon dedicated the rest of his life to building up uh, the Speedwagon Foundation and contributing more to medicine <laughs> and science <laughs> until he died of a heart attack in 1952. Yay! <laughs> uh, he never married. Uh, I wonder why. Smokey Brown pays his way through college and studies political science, eventually becoming the first black mayor of his hometown in Georgia. Yeah. Uh, Strawheim never meets with Jojo or his bros again, and he instead dies an honorable soldier's mm. death on the front lines in the Battle of Stalingrad. I don't know how I feel about that either. Well, it is what yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, in, we... <laughs> oh, the big reveal. We skip forward. Yeah. And you weren't expecting that. You, you weren't sure was how this shook. was gonna connect. Shook if. But I told you, we gotta wait one second. Uh, so we cut ahead to 1978. In 87. York, or 87, <laughs> sorry. Uh, in New York's uh, JFK airport, where a 67-year-old Joseph Joestar, now an old man... I didn't know that was him. With a, with I've seen him before. White beard yeah. and hair. Uh, he's lashing out at a Japanese tourist uh, after the man hits his foot with some luggage. Um, he has... He is, uh, old man Joestar is very upset that he has not seen his daughter in, uh, you know, almost... I think he says, like, 18 years or something, uh, because she married a Japanese man, and thus he has sworn perpetual anger against all of Japan yeah. uh, for, you know, taking his daughter away. Uh, but he is traveling there uh, to Tokyo to meet them. Mm. Somewhere else, uh, I, I think, well, it says four years before that. So four years, uh, I guess, in 1983, a strange coffin was fished out of the Atlantic Ocean off the coast of the Canary Islands, hmm. and the name Dio is engraved on oh, it. I'm ready. Back in the present day, 1987, a teenage delinquent sits alone in a Tokyo jail cell. And I knew him. He's given off weird vibes. Yeah. What could that be about? I don't know. I'm very excited nonetheless because this is the JoJo I know. <laughs> I'm so fucking excited. Yeah, I, mean, I am so I'm, excited. <laughs> I'm ready. This is the greatest anime of all time. I agree. Dan has done it again. I'm excited to see where this goes. I didn't even intentionally do it. I'm just like getting to experience this again and now going fresh into Stardust <laughs> Crusaders with you is going to be a treat. Yeah. Not immediately. We got yeah. some stuff uh, cooking before yeah. that. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, that but eventually be... down the line. That will be the next big thing that I bring to the because I am I'm just very excited to see mm. to experience it uh, yeah. with you because I got some good shit coming. You're yeah. like all the recognizable stuff is ready coming. to watch. Yeah, so yeah, this is what I heard of all about. Yeah, mm. so I will make that my next priority. But overall, what did you think? I Dan, this is the greatest anime. I've enjoyed it. I've been hornswoggled by every episode. My eyes eh. have been glued to the screen. I don't know what's happening, but I love it at the same time. Mm -hmm. This is the greatest thing we've seen on the podcast, but congrats. You've done it again. No, I I am I was not expecting this response, mm. but it uh gives me the warm and fuzzies. Yeah. If we're all if we're approaching 200 episodes and we can still bring stuff to the table that gets surprises us this the other, yeah. Well, well, surprises the other and manages to inspire some level of hype in us and our listeners maybe. Mm. Uh I don't know. 
it makes me happy. Yeah. It, it staves off some of the existential it dread make from the, you the past happy? week. Um, but no, I, again, battle tendency remains... Yeah. It, it retains a special place in my heart for kind of getting me hooked on, on JoJo. Mm. Um, which subsequent seasons have only kind of solidified. Yeah. Um, so I, I, again, I do hope you have truly enjoyed it. And I our have. listeners have too. Yeah. Um... And I'm very excited in the near future, in the new year, to get into Stardust Crusaders with yeah. you. Yeah. Gotta, gotta give you something to stand for. Uh, That's what I say. Oh, I'll be standing, all right. <laughs> uh, with that, Dan, anywhere that our audience can find us on social media? <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram at King underscore Danis, where I will have more art coming very soon. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also follow our official Anime Was Not a Mistake podcast uh, Facebook page and the adjacent Instagram page. Um where we're also going to try to, to get more updates to. Yeah, but. and you can follow me, Jonathan Wojkowski, at Leasing My Mind JK on Instagram, Tricking JK on the TikTok and the Twitter. Uh, uh, coming at you if you like my voice and my commentary. Uh, Nightcaps at the Theater, where I watch Drizzy Drunk Movies with my friends. And then uh, uh, Drink and Read Jake, uh, Drink and Read the Podcast, where I look at classic literature. And um, I don't think next week, but in the following weeks, we're going to get some Christmas specials. Yeah. Listen for those sleigh bells. You know, last year I had to make that one of the lost episodes because I was so inebriated during that. But this year I, I, I vow to change the tradition. <laughs> and um, after that, we're getting to the finale of Host Club and then back to some Sinister Sixes. So we've got yeah. the, the next few episodes planned out. Yeah. Yeah. And then then it'll be a hop, skip, and a jump away from our two hundo. Oh my god. And then a whole new era. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, ho- hopefully. <laughs> Will Dan get yeah. in the fucking robot? I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe. Don't know. Who yeah. knows? Maybe we'll go to space a few times, too. I don't know. But we're planning it, and we're happy that you're listening. Yeah. No, very much so. Yeah. Uh, we want to sincerely thank anyone who has stuck with us this far. <laughs> um, you know, be it for anime that you're interested in, or if we've managed to. Uh, if you've enjoyed our banter. Yeah. Either way, we we sincerely appreciate it. So yeah. it kind of gives us something positive to do. And then mm-hmm. days like today, you know, watching some JoJo's, it's a good <laughs> reminder. Watching some JoJo's with the bros, you know, bro bros. There are things out there that can lift your spirit. Yeah, like a like a like a rock being shot from a volcano <laughs> yeah. into the chest of someone you love. Mm. Just, just, yeah. Just don't end up like Arnold and end up freezing in space. No, not that. Well, we'll see you next time, audience. Beep, beep. Arrivederci. Here at Anime Was Not a Mistake, we have one mission. Whether you be a magical girl, a giant fighting robot, a raccoon, or just a fan of podcasts in general, we hope to one day arrive at a definitive answer to the following question. Is anime a mistake? While we obviously don't think so, there's no harm in expanding our weeb horizons now, is there? As of late, our humble little show is devoted to the analysis and discussion of movies, series, and episodes that show off that powerful art that is animation. However, none of this would be possible without listeners like you. If you like what you hear on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and more, then why not support us on Instagram at Anime Was Not a Mistake Podcast, or on Facebook at Anime Was Not a Mistake Pod. We promise to go happies on the sake with you. Join us, won't you? This time and the next. And with that, Dan and I leave you with a to be continued as the chill anime beats play. Sayonara. Sayonara.